When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, to the pros. The NFL playoffs are set. What a good time in sports. And we got some intriguing matchups for the wild card. Uh, Tyreek Hill will return to KC as the Dolphins take on his former team where the projected weather is supposed to feel like zero degrees. Okay, changes for Miami. Then another return and what some might call the Dan Orlovsky Bowl. Matthew <laughs> Stafford. Dio, I know you hear me. Matthew Stafford will return to Detroit. All right, he called this one. I'll give you that, Dan. You are quite the prognosticator. Where he played for 12 seasons as his Rams take on Jared Goff in the Lions. Here's the full schedule for next weekend's wildcard round. I cannot wait. So we got three AFC games Saturday and Sunday in addition to the Chiefs-Dolphins game. The Browns will play the Texans. How about Joe Flacco? And the Steelers will take on the Bills. The Sunday NFC games feature Mike McCarthy's Cowboys hosting the Packers. And the Eagles and Bucks cap things off Monday on ESPN in ABC. Okay, Shannon, which one's more intriguing in terms of returns? Is it Tyreek Hill back in Kansas City for a little barbecue or the Dan Orlovsky Bowl where we have Stafford in Detroit? I think it's Stafford uh, for the simple fact that number one overall draft pick, he was he turned that franchise. Well, not really. Didn't get him to the playoff only once, but how well he played. And think about it. He went away and won a title. Mm-hmm. He's coming back. Jared Goff has played well, but I think it's. I, I think the thing for me is Matthew Stafford. Although Tyreek had put up monster numbers, Kansas City won a Super Bowl without him. Patrick Mahomes won an MVP without him. So can Detroit say, "Bro, we don't miss you. We can get to the Super Bowl without you because we're going to do something that you couldn't do here, which is win a playoff game without you." I completely disagree with you. I don't think anybody's thinking much about Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Detroit Lions. We know it was football purgatory. We knew that he was the only he was the only asset that they had, and they literally did him a favor. This guy was there for twelve years. Right. Was obviously a stud. It's one of the rare occurrences you've ever seen where you have a quarterback that hadn't won a playoff game, and everybody and their mother knew it wasn't because of him. They knew it was because of the franchise. They knew it was because of it was because of everything but him. And so when you lost him and you moved him away to Los Angeles, you were basically giving him a reprieve from what he was exposed to, recognizing that you had a long way to go and he didn't deserve to be a part of a reclamation project. That's entirely different with Tyreek Hill. This is a brother that starred in Kansas City for six years. He was lights out, just like they won a Super Bowl without him. They also won one with him. Let's not forget that, okay? He departs from Kansas City. Why? Because with Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, Okay, knowing that you need an elite wide receiver to go along with that elite tight end that you had, they still didn't want to pay him. He departs for South Beach and has back-to-back 1,700-yard seasons. And really, for the first time, I know they played in the regular season, even though that game was in Germany. Right. The really in, in, in a playoff game, back in at Arrowhead Stadium, where he starred for years, where he waved goodbye to one opponent after another. You get to go up against the Kansas City Chiefs and that defense, I'm sorry. This is the better story. Make no mistake about it. I mean, we're, we're this game played between the Rams and the Lions in Detroit, right? Okay, sure. Yeah. But they're going to be happy to see what about, Stafford. What about Megatron? 
What about You it? make it seem like he ain't have nothing. Oh, no, Megatron. No, no, no. Megatron was all Yo, KD. So you got to win a playoff game with Megatron. When you looked at the Detroit Lions, Shannon Sharp, did you ever sit up there and look at them and say, Matthew Stafford was the reason they were struggling? It wasn't because of him. They, they did. He put, and now, look, I understand about the, they call him Matthew Padford because he padded his stats a lot. Okay. With nothing, with no, with no wins, no division titles, no playoff wins to go with that. Clearly, going to the Rams was the best thing that could happen. I agree with you. For them giving him that opportunity because they could have said, hell no. The same thing with the Chiefs. They had Tyreek on the contract for another year. They could have said, no, we're going to keep you But here. Detroit wasn't doing anything. Tyreek Hill and them were championship contenders. He wanted money. Of course, and they didn't want to pay him. No. So with Matthew Stafford, there was nothing like that going on. No. But and so that, that's the difference. The Rams reached out. The Rams, the Rams like, you know what? We trying to win the Super Bowl. I think we, we I, need this quarterback. Yes. Yes. And to go back. So now Detroit gets an opportunity to say, you know what? We're about to do something because Kansas City has already proven right. they can win without Tyreek. Their Lions are going to say, you know what? We're going to do something that we, today that we couldn't do with you for 12 years. And that's when a playoff. Well, the brother been gone for a couple of years. <laughs> I mean, and, and listen, you know, Jared Goff's got something to prove. So if you're talking about Jared Goff versus, you know, Matthew Stafford, that perhaps is a bit more compelling. But everybody knows that it was football purgatory in Detroit for years. In Kansas City, you are a champion contender, and you said, Tyreek Hill, we ain't paying you. Right. And this brother gets to come back to go against them people that said, we don't want to pay for you. Going up, And by the way, opposite side of the field where you got receivers who, if one of, if they, if one of them was half of what Tyreek right. Hill was, Kansas City would have been in a better position. Oh, this year. if they'd have had D-Hop, oh, the way he played oh, for the like Tennessee Titans. No question. If they'd have had no D-Hop, they're the number one seed. Okay, exactly. Number one seed. Exactly. Number one seed. That's what I'm talking about. Tyreek going back, and he holds grudges. Let's call it what it is. Tyreek Hill's holding the grudge. He can't wait to go up against them. But guess what? What about Tua? You know, you know, it's it's, it's real warm in Hawaii. That's true. It, it don't get that cold in Alabama. There we go. How does how does how does Miami historically does in cold weather? It's gonna be really cold in Kansas. We'll I don't out. know if you've been to Kansas City in January. No, I have. It's cold. It's going to be a little culture shock. Yeah. Right. I'm talking about sunrise with an overcoat on cold. But maybe not that cold. But it's going to be cold. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's going to be cold. Let's keep it rolling. we got a couple other topics I want to get into. we got some drama in the NFC South. Did Uh-oh. you all see that? So the Saints blew out the Falcons yesterday. The game ended with some fireworks. New Orleans opting to try to score with just over a minute left to push the score 48-17. to After the game, Arthur Smith caught on the mic letting Saints coach Dennis Allen just have it. Here's Allen and Jameis Winston on that play. Um, that was not a play that we intended to run down there to finish out that game. That's not who we are. That's not how we operate. Uh, we should have taken a knee. So um, I want to apologize to them. Well, I apologize to DA because the play was, was victory. Uh, but I also explained to DA that it was a team decision. And uh, and I think when you have the, a team morale, and I asked the guys, I said, guys, like, what do, you, what do you want to do? We know how much Jamal means to this team. And, and I understood from DA's perspective. So I, I, I give him that. Shannon, give me the player perspective. How does this make the Saints look? Bad. Very. Makes, de- makes, de- makes Dennis Allen look like he's lost control of that locker room. But I'll say this. I would cut Jameis Winston today. I would not want him on my team. That's loser's mentality. And people will say, well, Shannon, what about when Dan Marino fake spiked the ball or Peyton Manning? They were not in victory formation. If you get down, the defense is conceding. If you want to run the ball, let the defense line up. Don't you fool them. Think this a victory formation and then drive off the ball. You mean to tell me that's going rogue? 
Dennis Allen's going to probably have to go because his players have no respect for him. Right. He said they sent victory formation in, but we. That's right. We made a decision. I'm sorry, Molly. I would okay. cut Jameis Winston today. I would, if I'd have been on that team, let me tell you what, I'd have jumped off sides on purpose. Mm. There's a mentality that you got to have if you want to play winning football. Jameis Winston has a loser's mentality. That's why they didn't win in Tampa. That's why T- uh, uh, Tom Brady came there, took the same team, and went to the Super Bowl. Look at what Baker Mayfield did with basically the same team, got him in the playoffs, something that Jameis Winston couldn't Shannon, do. Let me t- do me a favor. Say that one more time on camera, what you would do. I would cut him. I would cut Jameis Winston today. And, and let me tell you something. I wanted Shannon to go first on this because he's the one that played. I completely agree with you. 1,000%. Dennis Allen has to go. They clearly have no respect. None. What do you mean? Let, let's, let's put this in this proper perspective. The coach sent in the play. Yeah. We, the players, ignored him. Yes. Then go on camera to the media and, yeah. said, and said, not only did we ignore the coach and did this, right, because we wanted Williams to get a touchdown because he hadn't had one all season right. long, you understand? which is pathetic in and of itself. You're up 41-17. to 17. It's, less, it's a minute left in the game. It's over. Okay, you take a knee, game is over. And not, not the starting quarter, the reserve quarterback yes. said, we ignored the coach and we decided, and then I went and I told the coach, this is why I, I I respect you, coach, yeah. but this is why we ignored you. Shannon is absolutely right. Cut his ass today. You understand? That there is no excuse for something like that. And if you're Dennis Allen, they have no respect for you. If I'm ownership, he's going today too. Yes. Oh, so the coach, so, so the players can not only ignore you, but they can go in front of the cameras, look into the camera, like we look into the camera right now, and say, yeah, 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 we ignored the coach. But we ignored the authority of our coach and announced it to the world. You can't be the leader of my team. No. You, first of all, you're 7-10 and 10 the first year. You're 9-8 and eight this year. We damn sure miss Sean Payton enough as it is. But on top of it all, your team is acknowledging publicly on camera that they ignored you. You are not the leader of this team. You got to go. You got to go. It tells you everything you need to know about Jameis. They went outside and got Derek Carr. Remember how they used to put Taysom Hill in front of Jameis Winston. That's right. That tells you everything you need to know. He's got to go. I wouldn't want him on my team. He couldn't play for me for a league minimum salary. That type of mentality. Because there's enough guys in the locker room that's going to filter around. That's why they say. Right. Association brings on assimilation. You'll get guys with that with Jameis Winston type and he'll That's a word. and he'll my grandfather used to always say that boy. Association That's a brings word. on assimilation. That That's, right. is. That's why your parents always told you be careful who you hang you around the with. Company, yeah. The company you birds keep. of a feather flock together. When the last time you seen penguins and pigeons hanging? That's right. Yeah. Penguins hang with penguins. Pigeons hang with pigeons. And you guess what will happen? Jameis Winston is just influential enough to get enough guys to do what they did. They went rogue. Dennis Allen needs to go. I would cut Jameis Winston today. Say no more. Association brings assimilation. I'm going to use that. Thank you, Shannon. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. 
Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Jordan Love and the Packers head to Jerry's World to take on the Cowboys next Saturday after clinching the seventh seed in the NFC. Packers went 9-8 on the season, and this is the first time a Green Bay quarterback has taken the team to the playoffs in his first full season as a starter. All I have to say is thank goodness we are in a dome right now because, folks, at home, the rain is getting heavy. I don't know if I'm going to be flying out of Houston tonight. Say a prayer for me. Uh, Stephen A., should the Cowboys be worried about Green Bay? No, I don't think so. Um, it's a road game for the Green Bay Packers, uh, and their defense has been very, very shaky, to say the least. Mm-hmm. They're not that impressive. And when you consider the way the Dallas Cowboys offense has been rolling, I think that that spells a recipe for disaster for the Green Bay Packers. I give Jordan Love all the credit in the world. Um, he's completed 64% of his passes. He guided them to a winning record. They closed the season out winning three straight. He's thrown 32 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, if I remember correctly. He's been incredibly impressive. I like this kid a lot. I like his future. Um, and I, and I want I want to give Matt LaFleur some credit because we know I'm hesitant to do that. But the bottom line is, is that he seems to have done a really, really good job with Jordan Love. He had some hiccups along the way, but for the most part, he's been really impressive this season. And Matt LaFleur and the coaching staff deserve credit for that. But that defense leaves a lot to be desired. And with Dak Prescott and those receivers, specifically C.D. Lamb looking all world, rolling the way that they're rolling. And now how Dallas looks at home, I think it's a lot to ask of Jordan Love. Uh, to come to the rescue against the pass rush led by Micah Parsons himself. I don't think Dallas has much to worry about in this game, Shannon. I agree, but don't tell the Cowboys that. Okay. We know what the Cowboys represent at home. So if I tell them, so if I tell them that it'll mess them up? Yeah, they might. They don't have nothing to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> have nothing to worry about. I think the thing is when you look at the Cowboys, they average 37 and a half points at right. home, and then they're a different team on the road. And the way they can, the way CD and Dak, that connection is going, 
It's unbelievable. 135 catches for CD, over 1,700 yards, 12 touchdowns. He was phenomenal. They closed the season as the best quarterback-wide receiver combination. And they don't run the ball particularly well, but they do get after the quarterback extremely well, especially at home. And so that's my concern because as well as Jordan Love has played, he's never felt this type of intensity. And this is what teams talk about. This is what players talk about once you get to the postseason. It ratchets it up. And if you played the game, Stephen A., the preseason is one thing. The regular season is another level. And the playoffs, you have to ratchet it up to an an even another level. Right. And I'm not so sure. And I understand Jordan Love has had a phenomenal first year of starting. He's not a rookie, but he had a great first year of starting. But the Cowboys, they got a juggernaut at home. I will say this. This is the one shot Green Bay does have. If it's tight and it's late, palms get sweaty. Yeah. Next time I get tight. And it's not just the Cowboys who's going to have all the pressure in the world because of the kind of season that they have. And they hear folks saying this is their best shot at the Super Bowl since 1995. It's also Mike McCarthy going up against his former team as well. On your home turf in Dallas, all the expectations are on their shoulders. And Dallas is at their worst when they have expectations. I'm trying to figure out how did it become their best shot. What about that year when they had Romo and T.O. and they had 12 Pro Bowlers? Well, we knew knew they weren't going to win that either. I ha- think you're talking about their best shot with Dak, right? No. Or you're talking about their best shot ever with That's how Tony I feel. Romo or I think Dak? this is their best shot since 1995. Are you nervous? Because, I, I mean, this, I think this say, their best they're, shot the, they're the two seed. I mean, I'm well, ready look at, to look go at to the Vegas. NFC. Look at the rest of the NFC. Yeah, yeah. but hold on. The rest of the, I mean, the 49ers are still there. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying that's the only roadblock. That's I, my point. I remember when the Cowboys were the number one seed. Yeah. So the number one seed, that means you're supposed to be the best and right. get bounced. Right. But I, I, They're I the Cowboys. I didn't feel that way about them when they were the number one seed oh. that year. Cowboys would okay. do Cowboy things. Okay. All right. Before I get to love, yes. this is a yes or no question just to you. Are you a little nervous about your time in Vegas that the Cowboys are the two seed and they took care of business? It's Slightly. yes or no? Slightly yes. Wow. Slightly yes. America? Slightly yes. Slightly. Slightly yes. I still think you San Francisco is going to handle their business. That's a BFD when it comes from Stephen A. All right. Here's what I want to know from yes. you, though. Shannon, How you know how difficult it is to draft a quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Some franchises can't ever get it right. And then I look at Green Bay. Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And now Jordan Love's looking like something special. Are you ready to anoint him as the next Green Bay franchise guy? Well, you know, the thing was, had he not been in Green Bay, we'd already say he's a franchise quarterback based on what he's done. But when you talk about those two guys, they've won seven MVPs between the two of them and have gone to three Super Bowls and won two of them. So that's what he's up against. If he was anywhere else and they didn't have the lineage of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers in which he's following, yeah. we'd already say Jordan Love's a franchise quarterback. I believe that okay, he is. Okay, forget franchise. Superstar quarterback. Because yeah. Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers are superstar quarterbacks. I, is he that? But they weren't their first year starting. We remember that Brett Favre was not a superstar in his first year starting. Neither right. was Aaron Rodgers. But I like what Jordan Love has been able to do, and he's only going to get better because that receiving core. Yeah. Watson That's where I was missed going. a large chunk of the season, right. and he's their best receiver. When you got Heath and you got Romeo Dobbs, they have a, great, you. They have a great nucleus. I only see bigger and better things ahead in his future. I'm not going to say he's a superstar because I need to see it over a period of time, not just one season. Listen. We know, we know over the years who Aaron Rodgers had to throw the football to. Remember when Favre was there, he had Sterling Sharp mm-hmm. to throw the football to. We, we're, hopeful. We're, we're, we're hopeful about Watson and Reed and yeah. Dobbs and stuff like that. So for, for, for this guy, Jordan Love, to do what he's done thus far this year, and those receivers haven't really developed to the point that we expect them right. to, 
wow, you gotta you gotta say, yo, the kid is impressive. Yeah, no doubt. Now, who knows? They might turn into a Greg Jennings. They might turn into a Jordy Nelson. They might turn into a James Jones. Right. They might turn into a Donald Driver. We don't know. Right. But we saw those guys. Brett Favre had them at the tail end, and then Aaron Rodgers picked those guys up. And so we saw what and 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 Rodgers had Devontae Adams also. That's right. So they all had great receiving cores to start and transition them. I believe Jordan Love has the exact same thing. I think this kid can be special. I think he's shown yeah. that he can be special. 32 touchdowns, 11 interceptions in his first year, full That's year right. of starting, you, and a playoff berth. You think it's going to be a tough game on Sunday? You think it'll be a close one? They got to get up to a great start. We know this about the Cowboys. Yeah. They like the front run. Now, that defense gets fired up. They turn, the, they turn you over. The special teams, all of a sudden, they block a punt. They blocked another punt yesterday. And then Dak at home with hearing CD. But it's going to be very interesting when they put CD outside the numbers. Or is Jair Alexander going to travel? Is he going to pick up frequent flyer miles? He doesn't like to go into the slot. But I know when he's outside of the numbers, especially on a particular side, he's going to see uh, J.A. You'll see. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Speaking of Michigan, yesterday Jim Harbaugh talked about how watching documentaries, I love a good documentary, gets his squad locked in for the big game. Listen up, guys. The perfect fighting unit to me is a, is a pack of wolves, you know, a wolf pack. Um, and you see them, you see them gathered together, uh, you know, before the fight. You, know, you see them together going to the fight. You see them together in the fight. You see them celebrating after the fight. That's where some of the, the documentaries, you know, on predators. We found one this year on predators, tigers, cheetahs, lions. Uh, great stuff. Really seemed to resonate with the guys. I love them. Uh, who doesn't, right? I mean, some of, those, uh, some of those great type of things. But when it gets to, you know, how the world wants to turn you into, you know, something. Um, but we kind of allow ourselves to devolve you know, into a pack of wolves. That's what we want to we want to channel. Um, yeah, probably nature's you know, greatest fighting unit. Yeah, I mean, I love a good predator too, guys. Some exotic <laughs> cats. You know, Adam, you like wolverines yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I, I walked into the green room and I saw Stephen A. and Shannon 
immersed in a documentary, getting ready for the show, getting ready to <laughs> yeah. come out and attack. Yeah, yeah, a little National Geographic to get them ready, get them fired up, ready to pounce, right? Lions. Yeah. Two. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with it. Okay, uh, Adam, what's the latest you're hearing about Harbaugh in Michigan? He is going to be in demand in the NFL. And I think after this game passes, he's going to have multiple conversations. And the reason he hired Don Yee, the NFL grounded agent, is because he is focused on this game tonight in this venue and bringing Michigan a national championship. Let Don Yee deal with all that. And when this season's done, then we'll assess the landscape, see how it shakes out, and go from there to determine whether there's an opportunity out there that's better than the one that he has at Michigan. So it's up to the NFL teams to come to him and make it happen with the right organization, with the right system, with the right contract, with the right infrastructure, all those things. And if one of them can make it happen, I think he's going to be interested in going. He talked to the Vikings two years ago. He talked to the Broncos last year. Now, should he win the national championship? Should he not win the national championship? He is a person that is in demand in Los Angeles with the Chargers, in Las Vegas with the Raiders, maybe Atlanta with the Falcons. People recognize what he can do to a culture. He's an interesting guy, but he wins everywhere, and that's going to be appealing to an NFL team. He'll have opportunities if, if he wants them. Yes. If he wants them. He hired Don Yee for a reason. He has a contract already at Michigan. You don't hire a guy that's abreast of the NFL without having aspirations of going to the NFL. Yeah. We know that. The, the question is, I think he's going to want a lot of control. He loves power. So who's going to be willing to give him the most with the most money? Now, obviously, the ideal situation, you got to have a quarterback in order to win. Chargers. The Chargers look great. Of all the teams that we've seen, Atlanta don't have, don't, doesn't have a quarterback. The other, other situations that they, the coaches have already been removed and their uh, vacancy is gonna, available, they don't have a quarterback. Without a quarterback, I don't care how. Hey, let me give you a quarterback. If he goes to Atlanta yeah. or he goes to a team in the middle of the pack, he's got his quarterback. He go draft J.J. McCarthy. No. No, man, stop. Stop. I'm telling you. Stop. Okay. No, 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 no. What I mean by that is I, I don't mean stop like I'm trying to dismiss J.J. McCarthy as a future NFL quarterback. I'll leave that to you guys to decide. What I'm saying is is that if he comes into the NFL, he's a rookie on the NFL level. You, you see the reclamation projects with some of these teams. Right. You don't need to bring him in and, and have immediate expectations. Jim Harbaugh arrives in Los Angeles. The Chargers are automatically considered yep, yep, an elevated yep. product. Let's get that out of the way first. And I think that when we, we, when we look at Jim Harbaugh, he has to go. And I say, if you win a national championship, what else is there to accomplish? Yep. Listen, it's two things to accomplish at Michigan. First, beat Ohio State. Yep. He's done that the last three years. Secondly, capture yourself a national championship, okay? If you pull off both of those things, that's what you have. Even if you lose, however, you've got the NCAA lurking. Right. There's always something about him. And because of that, Jim Harbaugh's at a point in time in his career. Why does he have to hey, deal with that? The, the, college, have to the with college world has changed. Yes. Right. It's a different world I agree. Now. Yeah. I agree. And Jim has a pro background as well. Yeah. And let's keep this in mind, too. Again, they're going to be playing a game tonight. We'll see how that results. But he wants to win a Super Bowl, too. Yeah. Still. That's yeah. still in the back of his mind as well. And what did he say? You know, the, everybody's making a lot of money and, and coaches and, right. and the organization making a lot of money. How about we sit 10, 15% aside, aside for the players? 
when he in the NFL, that ain't his money. Exactly. Everybody loves to spend other people's money. Here we go. So that's what Jim Harbaugh is looking at. I, I believe he's going to win, lose, or draw. Hey, I yeah, believe yeah. he's going. And you know what's interesting? I noticed he's campaigning for more money to go to the players. You know that, and, and you know, because he, number one, he believes it. Yeah. But number two, it's a great way to kind of leave a little finishing touch on this. That's get right. this done. Get these guys yeah. taken yeah, care yeah. of as take they care, should be. Take care of my and guys it ain't coming out of my pocket. That's right. Yeah. Hey, he ain't spending it. He's going to get his he money. Exactly. Stephen A., you spent a lot of time in L.A. You got a crib there. You think the Chargers should be more interested in Harbaugh or Belichick I think if Harbaugh. both were available? Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh. I, I, listen, I, I, I want to be very, very clear. I'm not casting any aspersions on Bill Belichick from the standpoint. I, he's phenomenal and great as a head coach. We understand what his resume entails. But, as Shannon pointed out earlier, primarily it's with, it has been with Tom Brady as your quarterback. And so for me, even though Justin Herbert is there and you go to Los Angeles, and they, I think that this is what I'm going to take into consideration. It's not just Jim Harbaugh's resume. It's not just his resume as it pertains to him dealing with quarterbacks. We don't bring this up enough, but it matters. The Chargers need a fan base in L.A. Yeah. They do. We don't say that enough, but I'm telling you right now, it's a beautiful organization. SoFi Stadium is spectacular. I love it. But it's the Rams. It's the Lakers. It's the Dodgers. It's a bunch of – there's a lot of distractions in Los Angeles. You have to be able (laughs) – Where do you you go? Muscle Beach? Venice Beach? You got to be able able to draw attention. They got to draw attention to their franchise. And Jim Harbaugh and me would do a better job of that. Than Bill hey, Belichick. Hey, it's totally football agree. and it's entertainment. Yeah. And Jim Harbaugh or yeah. Bill Belichick, That's right. they're entertainment, yeah. right? Bring them in. I, and I don't know how entertaining Bill Belichick is. I don't know about the entertaining, entertaining part. He's still winning. His team, when he's winning. He's a legendary coach. When he's winning. Yeah, but how well it's different. He's a legendary. If he's got a real quarterback. We started off giving him respect on his name. It was a little shaky for me. I needed it more definitive. But. How how motivated hey. is this generation going to be willing to wrap their hands around Coach Belichick? Yeah. I think Harbaugh is probably a little bit more relatable mm-hmm. than Coach Belichick is at this point in time. Oh. And he could possibly be fresh off a national championship. Yeah. I got to wait. It was the way, documentaries for you that by, did by, by the way, before we go to commercial, I just yeah. want everybody to know, I got a special gift that's only suitable for Molly. Really? It's coming up next. That is, oh, no one else can have this gift. Really? But Molly. Oh, hey. Okay. It's a gift that I got is it for Molly. Thoughtful or Wait is till it y'all expensive? see it. Very thoughtful. <laughs> very thoughtful. Yeah. Thoughtful? Yeah. Very thoughtful. Did yeah. Shannon ship I love in? Thoughtful huh? He didn't he, he didn't have to. He didn't have to. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He had a big smile on his face when he saw what the gift was. He had a big <laughs> oh, smile on now his face. I know. Okay. okay. I know this oh, is boy. shade. This is All right. Hey, no shade. Why would we do that to you? Because I already know you. We love you. Okay. Never that. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, 
visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Before we move on to the subject. Yes, sir. Shannon Shaw. Yeah. I found this perfect gift. I was here in the stadium and stuff like that. And, you know, she's all excited about the national championship. Yeah, I'm right. tonight. Go and, blue. And, and I found the, 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 the perfect gift. Wow, because my big head. Is it going to fit? You are. So, it, so he has a peanut head, <laughs> and I got a big dome, and that's okay. <laughs> I, I couldn't I pass it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was nice a nice head. head. I thought it was a nice head. such a I thought it I, I just, I just, oh I saw the perfect head. Well, you thank find, you very much. We finally found one that could fit the dome. There we go. We finally found that. one. We finally found one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that head of yours, I just said it. I just saw it. I said, give it to me. I got to get it. I got to get it. For. Yeah. I mean, they go. found this, a fitted cap that was fit. This is hilarious. Wow. If only if I could find like a newborn baby peanut head hat, yeah. I would have gifted it to you. Hey. But I didn't see that line. We know you're not going to wear no snapbacks. I can wear anything. I can pull anything off. Oh, I, have range. Like, I like that. Oh, my range. I like that. That's any nice. neighborhood, any anything. Oh, you don't know she's anything about me. She's so humble. She's so humble. She's so humble. I mean, no, I, I mean, she's I'm so just, humble. None of us I'm are. Saying, it's, it's always her who's the I'm, humble I'm, one. No, I'm just saying I'm versatile. They they need versatile. to have a documentary of what you be saying to Stephen A. and I. That's right. Off camera. Exactly. That's what we need. That's what they messed up. No, that's a true Molly right there. After I gave you a heartfelt, loving message about your number one podcast. And how proud I was of you and your whole entire team. I still, after think, that, I did I still that. think we should I, have a documentary. Doing this? a hell of a job, bro. <laughs> Let's have a documentary. Hell of a job. That. Okay. Great work, bro. Can people take me seriously if it continues like this? Yes, no, like I, I doubt it, but try. Okay. Try. Because okay. you're versatile. Okay. You're versatile. <laughs> Joe Flacco <laughs> and the Browns are headed to Houston to take on CJ Stroud and the Texans in AFC wildcard matchup. The last time these two teams faced off when uh, it was Christmas Eve when the Browns won 36 to 22. Stroud did not play. So, Shannon, which is the better story? CJ Stroud's incredible rookie season or Joe Flacco's dynamic return? With the Browns? Uh, look, I think Flacco's been incredible. The guy was sitting on his couch. He come in, and, and, and the Browns, after going through so many different quarterbacks, to get this team in the playoffs. But C.J. Stroud, being a rookie, with a rookie head coach, mind you, Kevin uh, uh, Stefanski has already been coach of the year. That's right. Now you get C.J. Stroud comes in as a true rookie with everything that's been thrust on his shoulder. D'Amico Ryan in, a, in his rookie season. Now remember, Stephen A., he had been passed over by so many jobs before. Right. Before getting this job. And then he get the job in Houston. Right. With everything that had gone on with, with, with the uh, Deshaun Watson situation. For me, I'm going to say C.J. Stroud because I don't know if we've seen a rookie play this well with the situation that he's had that he's had to deal with and dealing with a rookie head coach, I'm gonna say CJ Stroud. Two big stats come up with CJ Stroud before I point out why I disagree with you in this particular situation. I gotta give Stroud love where it's due. One percent interception percentage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, that's just phenomenal. 45% of his passes came when the Texans were trailing. In those situations, he's completed 65% of his passes, 13 touchdowns, no interceptions, a 112 passer rating, and he's the first rookie in the Super Bowl ever to lead the NFL in pass yards per game and TD interception ratio. I give him love where love is due. The brother was 11 years old when Joe Flacco was, was, was in the league. Joe Flacco turns 39. Joe Flacco, when he won a Super Bowl, C.J. Stroud was 11 years of age. 
40 quarterbacks, believe it or not, the hat just fell off a head. I don't know how that happened, yeah. but that's a different subject for another day. <laughs> Are the 40 quarterbacks with at least five starts this season? Flacco leads them all with 323 pass yards per game. This man is, five, what is it, four and one record with 13 touchdown passes. This is Joe Flacco is on his couch. Yeah. And we're talking about a, a franchise that gave Deshaun Watson, a former Texan, $230 million guaranteed. And Flacco comes off his couch, the fourth quarterback for the Cleveland Browns this year, and leads them to the playoffs. Yo, bro, with that defense, Cleveland. That, thank you. I, but I'm saying Cleveland could, could, could get to the Super Bowl. I don't believe it. Yeah. I got the Ravens. But if there's a team that could knock them off, it is Cleveland. Why? Because Joe Flacco is flinging that football. Yeah, and we know he's a different animal, even from the regular season to the postseason. Well, the thing that concerns me is his turnovers. Okay. He's a a volume turnover guy. Uh, But when you talk, he's a rookie. Stephen, you know how infrequently rookies lead team to the playoffs, especially ones that What about 39-year-olds who were considered done and were laying on their couch? Because nobody wanted them. How many of those lead teams? That, that's a, you can oh. say I'm right. You can say I'm right. Say it. You're say it, right. Shannon. Say it, Shannon. Tom, Tom say I'm right. Tom Brady led a team to the playoffs at 40, 41, was he on his couch? When was he on his couch, Shannon? He, <laughs> <on his> <laughs> <laughs> he, <on his> <laughs> he was never on his couch. Hey. He wasn't on his couch. Hey. Peyton Manning led hey. a team to the Oh, my Lord. I got oh, my Lord. I got oh, my God. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All I know is my sisters at home are dying laughing. I'm laughing. Because they always talk about what a big head I have because they don't have a big head. They're just, they're like peeing in their pants. Is this is going viral. Why? Because that head under that hat turned, you know, uh, turned I mean, the I way mean, that it is. I mean, you look like you know Molly from the block. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, Molly from the block. Molly from the block. I mean, all you need is some, you know, Air Force Ones or something. You yeah. I got them in the closet. I'm good. Versatile. All right. I got a good question for you. Yes. Seriously. Like, I'm actually proud of this question. Okay. What would Serious question with that hat on. Keep going. What would be bigger for the city of Cleveland when LeBron won the title or if Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl for the Browns? The Browns. The Browns winning the Super Bowl. Do you Think about all the, fut- the years of futility. Mm-hmm. And the dog pound shows up every Sunday, right. no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Yep. The Browns were a staple. Not anymore, but right. they were a staple franchise. That's the, the franchise of Otto Graham and Jim Brown, the great Jim Brown. Right. Yeah. Paul Brown, the West Coast offense. That's him. That's that. So for me, there's no question. If the Cleveland Browns, yeah. the Cavs had, had been, you know, the, what LeBron did was great, bringing a, a championship to the city of Cleveland. But the Cleveland will always be a football town. Well, here's why I would challenge you on that. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I have to at least throw out this challenge. When LeBron did what he did with Kyrie Irving, by the way, let's not forget that because Kyrie Irving was sensational himself. That erased a 52-year-old curse. For the entire city. Right. They hadn't won anything. Yeah. Right. Anything in yeah. over a half century. Okay. So I'm not comparing a football championship right. to the basketball. Right. But I am comparing a Super Bowl championship to a franchise erasing a 52-year curse. Right. Now, what do you say to that? But, but because Cleveland is such a blue collar and they bleed and they bleed. Brown and orange. Lake Erie, yeah. Oh, man. That dog pound. It's just something about when a football city wins a championship. There's something to be said for that. And so, now this is not New York. Right. Obviously, the Giants winning is great, but that's Yankees. Yes. 
Yankees. No yeah, one of the greatest, real quick, one of the greatest experiences I had in my career. Well, I shouldn't say great because it was really a, a, an epically sad oh, moment. Oh, when I joined when First Take? No. I said oh. a sad moment. So <laughs> stop right there. I wouldn't talk about that. The point is, is that I was in the dog pound. Right. I was writing for the Philadelphia Inquirer, and I went to the dog pound in their very last game before the franchise left. Oh, okay. And I was in the fran- I was yeah. in those stands, and those people were so. I mean, they were crying. It yes. Was, it was. It was yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. But they showed so much love, and they, they they wanted football. That's why you had to put a franchise back into that. Yeah. City. Oh, yeah. Because of the dog pound, yeah. and, and what remember, that fan base means to football. It's, it's the sports. only time in NFL history. That the league made Art Modell leave the colors and the and the record. That's right. In the city that he left, nobody yeah. else has had to do, had to do that. That's right. Because Al Davis left Oakland, went to L.A., back to Oakland. That's right. He got to take keep the colors yeah. and the records. Right. Yeah. So that's what it. So for me, and what LeBron was, what he did was unbelievable. Cleveland, this is for you. But if Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns, yeah. How does Cleveland Browns and, and, and Super Bowl? And also, let's keep in mind. You know, Deshaun Watson getting the largest guaranteed contract, and right, then it right. ends up being Joe Flacco who comes off the street. The whole, I, I will the say this. I, I'm really not rooting remarkable. against Joe Flacco by any stretch of the imagination. I got a lot of respect for him and what he's been able to accomplish. But if Cleveland going to win a Super Bowl, I would love for it to be with Deshaun Watson. It might be a situation where Joe Flacco, let's just say for the sake of argument, Joe Flacco does it. There's a chance he might be trending for win the Super Bowl and not be back on yeah. the team next year. There you go. No, that's fair. Hey, Sam, do I have time to get into this other topic, or should I get out of here? All right, we're getting out of here. Does the oh, world so. know who Sam is? Sam's our producer, Sam Tanucci. Did you want to tell the world that? Yeah, Next time you're he, just talking he, to Sam, everybody like, who's Sam? Who's and, Sam? And he's sometimes like my lifeline. Thank you so much for this gift. I appreciate it. I'm sure you do. I'm so, gra- I'm I'm so sure grateful. I'm so grateful. It's yeah. going to trend. Yeah, gonna, and it, looks, it really looks like it fits you nicely. You're such a hater. <laughs> <It does. laughs> we come really back does. here on first. Do you see the abuse I take, America? No, no, no. Do you see no, it? No. I mean, sometimes a victim. No, always a victor, Shannon Sharp. Never a victim. You can use that one. Okay. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Welcome back into First Take Live from NRG Stadium, the site of the national championship game tonight, Michigan and Washington. History will be made. Champions crown. You see that ring right there. All right, Shannon, you're up first. What are you most looking forward to? I just want it to be a good game. As long as it's not like it was last year, that when the game's over in the first quarter, hey, I'm going to be happy. I do expect I, – I would like to see Washington win, but I don't know if they have enough firepower on the offense and the defensive line to compete with Michigan. I think Michigan wins a close one. Shannon was wrong about that part about last year. The game wasn't over in the first quarter. It was over in warm-ups. I mean, in the TCU, they belong in the national championship game. We all know that. So let's get that out of the way. That's number one. Number two, let's say this. I expect a tight game. I expect, you know, Washington to show us that they can score the football. That offensive line can't be ranked number one in the nation by accident. I think they're going to protect them enough where you're going to put some points. But I think Michigan's going to surprise us by being able to do some things offensively. I think it's going to be a tight game. But I'm picking Michigan to squeeze this one out. I think Michigan wins this game 31-27 and they win the national championship. Oh, you yeah. have a score for us? Uh, I'll go Michigan. I'll say Michigan 33-31 mm. over okay. Washington. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, 
I got this nice fitted from Stephen A. Yes. So yes, it. I'm also going to go blue, go Michigan. With that being said, though, even though we're, even though it's a clean sweep, stop looking at me like I, okay. Why? Because it fits my head. No, no, no. I mean, it's, it's cool. I mean, it, big it, time it, emojis yeah. coming. But go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you gonna be a meme now? <laughs> yeah, me. I'm not worried about yeah. that. I mean, Marvin. I'm, I'm focused on the. Jo- found, I'm focused found, on the job. We, Go blue. They're gonna we, take we care of this. We found the wife of Marvin the Martian. Yeah, out of here. <laughs> okay, but seriously, Michael Penix Jr. Something special. How yeah. big of a game you think he has tonight? Uh, I think he throws for over 300, uh, 300 yards and three touchdowns. But I don't think it'll be enough. I think Michigan squeaks out a close win, and they win. I'll go with the three touchdowns, but I think it's going to be right under 300. Okay. Like okay, here's the real question. Am I about to get on this flight and go home, or am no. I going to be stuck in Houston? You'll probably be stuck in Houston. You'll be stuck Okay. Yeah. So when, I might I have the sound outfit so on tomorrow. So we don't know where I'm doing television from tomorrow. This guy is probably flying on something private. He'll be somewhere. I might be stuck. Cool yeah. story, bro. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply.